Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Backstage Podcast. My guest this week is someone I met very early on during my career in politics. Evangelos Lieros is one of the most prominent personalities in Canadian Taekwondo. He is the face behind Chung Lee Taekwondo, an institution through which Taekwondo was first introduced to Canada and founded by his father-in-law, the late Grandmaster Chung Lee, nearly 60 years ago. Evangelos is a Grandmaster 7th Dan, 8-time national champion, international U.S. Open and Pan American medalist, and among many other achievements, he is also a World Taekwondo and Korean Martial Arts Masters Hall of Fame recipient. He has trained and coached many athletes in becoming medalists at senior, junior, and military world championships. On this episode, we look back at his incredible journey, his relationship with one of the greatest martial arts mentors, and his passion for preserving the school's mission and its rightful place in our society. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Evangelos Ligeros, my good old friend. How's it going, buddy? Great, George. Great to and see it, you. It, it, it's so good to see you. It's been it's been a long time, obviously, since uh, since our run in uh, in politics took an end in 2018, and since then we haven't really seen each other. We've spoken a little bit, but we haven't really seen each other. I'm I'm glad to see you, buddy. You're looking good. Thank you, you too. And you know something? I just want to really thank you for the past, uh, which you know, meeting up with you from the first time we met, and uh, you know, when we did the say no to drugs at the Changli Taekwondo event, and you know, I, I came to meet you first, and uh, you're you know a big part of that, helping us to make that happen for the community. You know, because we've always you know symbolized Zik no la drugs, say no to drugs. Our event has always, uh, it's been very important to us, uh, for me, my wife, uh, my father-in-law, we really promoted that a lot to, uh, you know, it's very important for the kids' future that I believe drugs uh, leads to a bad end and we got to be against that. No, no, absolutely, man. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that because, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing a few things happening even locally uh, in that sector in, in Montreal. And I want to I wanna attack that too. But uh, look, man, we, you know... This this is what I love about this podcast because it brings to the forefront people that are working tirelessly behind the scenes that people obviously in your area, they know you very well. And we're going to go through everything you've done. Like, I mean, you're very well known in the Taekwondo world. Um, you. But, you know, the community doesn't really know who's behind, what's happening behind. And, uh, you know, this is the whole purpose of this podcast to bring these people that I had the pleasure of working with uh, and collaborating with over the years to the forefront and to kind of you know, shed some light on what's happening uh, and, and the good stuff, right? I mean, there's a lot of bad things that are happening in our communities, obviously, but there's a lot of, there's tremendously uh, good work being done. And um, you you guys have always been there uh, proving that, right? So for me, it's um, it, it, it was it was a huge pleasure to work with you guys. And it made, it only made sense for us to, to partner up with you guys and to help you along your journey. Um, before we get to that, man, how are you? How's the family? How's everyone doing? You know, something everybody's good. You know, as long as everybody's healthy, everybody's okay. Uh, you know, the that's the most important. You know, this the last last few years uh, were a bit rough. Like I'll be honest with you, the last five six years. I mean, uh, I mean, as you know, my father-in-law, Grandmaster Chung Lee, uh, that's my wife's father. He had passed away. 
and uh, he had cancer leading up to that and that was a very difficult time yeah like i mean you you can't really show it because but inside it's it's really hurting especially when you know somebody for you know i've been doing taekwondo for almost 40 years and i, I started at my father-in-law's school and and you know we became partners later on and and uh, at the school i married his daughter my, my his grandchildren are my kids and uh, it was it was difficult. And last year, my father uh, passed away from uh, Alzheimer's. All right. And that was like about six, seven years process of, that he went through. But I still believe, you know, something we, we got to stay positive and we got to go forward. You know, there's a lot of things that happen in life that aren't necessarily good, not necessarily positive. But at the same time, we got to look at them in a good way, you know, because right. we're we're here on this earth for, you know, a temporary time. All of us, we're all going to the same place. And I believe people have innate good in themselves. Yeah, people are, are, are good. I, I believe, you know, people make mistakes. People, you know, hurt others. They do things. But I believe people are good deep down inside. And I believe that, you know, as we're going through this life, we have to learn. We have to improve. We have to reach the better, best version of ourselves. Yeah, and that's that's the reality. Absolutely, make- absolutely. And I think, and I think this last year specifically. I mean, you know, you've had this challenging time for for a number of years uh, dealing with, uh, you know, the, the 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 issues in the family. But especially this last year, I think for everyone has kind of been an eye opener in the sense that, you know, we don't we don't all get to witness. Uh, you know, the difficult times, right? I mean, you're going through difficult times. I may, I may be going through difficult times, but it hasn't been this generalized in years, right? So now we have this pandemic that has affected the entire world. Uh, and of course, there's a lot of bad things, but there's a lot of good things that have come out of this, right? Exactly. I mean, exactly. this wave of solidarity, uh, people wanting to take care of each other, uh, looking out for each other. Um, I hope, obviously, like everyone else, that this whole thing just goes away as soon as possible. But at the same time, I also want this uh, this sentiment that we've built for one another to remain, you know. Uh, sure. and, and I think that's a good thing, you know. So I, I, I agree, hundred percent. You always have to look at the positive, and uh, this has been one terrible year for a lot of people. I mean, I'm but sure it's good. Also, I'll be honest with you. Like, yes, if you think about all the hardships everybody's going through, yeah. But at the same time, listen, if everybody's healthy in your family, it's all good. Yeah. You know something? There's always a solution. We've got to f- focus on the solutions. The problems will be there always, but we've got to focus on solutions. And uh, that's what it just it grounds you. You do a lot of self-reflection. We, you think about everything in your life. You know, the last, I'd say, six, seven years, there's was, there was times it was down. It was hard. You know, it's hard to be positive. Sometimes when you see people that you care about, you're my, my own dad. And, you know, you see them. Alzheimer's, I never spoke about it. I talked about it right now. I never even mentioned it on Facebook that my father passed away from that. And it's very difficult to see somebody that was so sharp and you see them slowly. My father used to have the best memory ever. He could remember he was a high class waiter. He was a very good man. He was a very good man. I have so much respect for my father, you know, and my mother, too. They're great people. And, uh, you know that that's the, my mother is like you know she's amazing you know they're they're old school they would tell you direct which i love that's what i love about greek families a lot of times they're so direct sometimes it hurts a lot but you know something there's nothing like this it's right. boom Look, you, know, you, you know what they say right tough love is still love so oh, no. yeah <laughs> my, my, i learned something from my brother a long time ago when he had his kids i hadn't I hadn't had kids yet and he told me you know if you love your kids you're gonna tell them no yeah. 
And, you know, uh, listen, I've made plenty of mistakes and I continue to do one. Nobody's perfect. But I know one thing. I just want to, especially after this year of reflection and the last few years, you know, you're, you know, sometimes when you're down, you could be not all there in the sense of like your mind is not in the right place. But I'll tell you one thing is that, that you reflect more and you think about it and you just you just want to be the best version of yourself. And I think everybody wants that. I, you know, I believe everybody has greatness inside of them. Yeah. Everybody. Have everybody. you have you always been like this, man? Or is this uh, through, you know, the longevity that you've had in in martial arts? And this is just the result of, you know, the teachings and the discipline and everything that comes out of that world. Listen, when you're associated with, uh, over the years, I've associated with many great masters that I've had over the years that came through my father-in-law school. My father-in-law, just being side by side with him over the last 20 years, teaching with him, being with him, going to international events, national events, uh, you know, seeing, there's nothing more than, I mean, his experience, he's the founder of Taekwondo in Canada. And I, 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 growing up, I believe every child when they're growing up, they're very optimistic. They all have, you see the little kids, they shine huh, when they talk. It's yeah. amazing. That's why we look at little kids and we see, we see this, you see them shine. Like my kids with daughters when they're, now they're getting in their, my second youngest is going to be in their teens this year. And they, you know, you look at them and you're so proud. I'm so proud of them. Like I couldn't be more proud. My kids are, are really good kids. And that's as a, as a parent, you want your kids to be good. You want them to, to do their best. You want them you know, you want them to be strong, you want them to be tough, but you want them to be very kind right. and to be good people and yeah. to care about people, to be loving. And if they have that, you've done your job as a parent. And you could, you know, you can, if you leave tomorrow, you say, listen, they're very confident in themselves. They're very strong. You want that for them. And I'm sure you do the same too. George. Right. Like if we do that, we've done our job. You know, if you see them and like I have students that, when I see them not only succeed in Taekwondo, that part is nice. You know, even if they, whatever their goal is, some people it's to get in shape. Some people is to learn how to defend themselves. Some people it's to be very confident. Whatever it is, it's, it's all good. Some people it's to become a champion. Right. They're all important. And all those people are great regardless of what they do. You know, sometimes when I was younger, you, you know, you, you first time, you know, in my early twenties, you know, or even when I was younger than that, you win, you think it's so important. I'm a champion. Yeah, it is. It is. Don't get me wrong. It is. But the thing is when you grow older and you realize that everybody's great mm-hmm. and it's not just, you know, some people listen, the guy's great parents. He's a great dad. He's great at what he does at work. He's great at whatever, you know, and that I find is the best mentality because when you look at people as well, everybody has greatness inside. Sometimes as, as we're growing up, even in high school, sometimes people, the word, you know, it's not a good, the worst is when people lure others to bring up themselves. Right. And sometimes people bring up themselves and they want to show hey, I'm this and others are that, you know, but that, that's not wrong. But at the same time, it's not the best, the best way is to see the best in others and see them as yourself. Because, if, you know, I believe God made us all great. And we all have that greatness, but people have to learn how to release it. And sometimes people have blockages, mental blocks, negativity, uh, the way they talk to themselves, the way they talk to others, the bad habits. And, you know, I've done that too. Everybody has that. But the thing is, when you realize it, as you get older, I'm turning 50 this year. 
So even myself, like this year, is I want to get the same shape almost that I had before when I was younger. I want to hit that because as we're getting older, it'll be harder to go back. So I, I go before 50. I told my, my kids, I go, I have to be that or you're going to, I'll give you a free full power kick to my body, you know? <laughs> so it kind of puts more pressure on me to do that. So at the same time, I just, I think we have to be the best version. And as long as we're on this earth, we have to be in excellent shape not just to take care of ourselves, but to take care of people around us and to enjoy life. We have to enjoy life, uh, have fun and, and enjoy it, you know, because it's it's not always easy. Let's be honest. It's not always easy. But if we come in with a good attitude, you know, which is not always easy to have, that's why it's important to be with good people and uh, people that, that, you know, that, you know, they're happy for you when you do well. And they're also, uh, if things don't go well, they're there for you too. Right. How old so, were you when you started? When I started, I was about 12 years old, 12 year, about 12 years old when I started. Taekwondo. This, this Okay, so for everyone listening or watching, we're talking about uh, Chung Lee uh, Taekwondo, and you did mention that uh, Master Chung Lee was the one that introduced Taekwondo to Canada, but we're yeah. going to get to that. But for you, what was it, what was it that, you know, that, that element that told you, I, I, I want to go into martial arts. This is, you know, there's something that interested me. Did you see something? Did you, did you watch a movie? I, 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 yeah. I think it's a mix of all those things, I'll be honest with you. And, you know, having uh, my older brother and my, my older cousin too, and they, they you know, when you're, you're like three, four years younger than them. And when they hit puberty and they're like 14, they're like men and you're a kid. So, you know, sometimes you get it, eh? you get it from them and, yeah. and you get tougher because of that. sometimes you don't like it. But the truth is all these experiences, whatever it is, when you look at it, back at it, it's the best. It makes you tougher. It makes you stronger. Sometimes we don't like it. We cry because mm -hmm. your brother or cousin are tough with you and whatever. And my cousins and actually my brother, my brother was a big part because he was interested always in martial arts. He did a few martial arts before he even did Taekwondo. He reached until uh red belt uh, almost, almost before black but you know he was working a lot he had other responsibilities so uh he's he's always been uh you know he takes care of he's always been in good shape and uh the support of my family you know was a big part of it my sister my, my even my cousins my aunts my, my parents especially and uh you know in the beginning they weren't that supportive because my mother was like uh, what i'm gonna make you into a fighter and you know, actually, they did that. Yeah. <laughs> they did that in one sense. And uh, I believe that uh, with with time, my cousins were, I had three black belt cousins from, uh, my cousins from Kingston, they were black belts in karate. And they were, they were really tough boys. Like, I mean, I'll be honest with you, even if they were in Taekwondo, they would have been, they would have been elite national team members if they had really stuck with, say, something like that. But they were very, Especially like all three of them were really tough, and uh, my brother, I mean my cousin, same thing. But you you learn, you pick up on those things, and, and it makes you stronger. Sometimes when you see that and they're rough with you, you know you might it might affect you in a certain way, but it gets you tougher. So naturally, you had this uh, kind of example that you were looking up uh, up at, and you just follow that pattern. You go, you get into Chungli Taekwondo. Did you ever imagine as you were doing this that you know forty years later? you would be the face of you know this you know you know the, the, this incredible institution and we're not talking about only you know in montreal or quebec we're talking about across canada and we're going to get to that to talk about what this um what this school has done um in north america and especially in canada did you see yourself like where you are now or for you was it just a little passage i'll go learn you know martial arts i'll be like my brother i'll be like my cousins uh, i'll evolve and pretty much that's it 
Uh, it was more, I'll be honest with you, it was more, I was, I was very passionate about Taekwondo. I used to train even from a young age. I was, I was always at the school. Like I remember when I was really young, I, I had gone to some tournament. I don't remember what it was. And, and, uh, you know, I had very great mentors that uh, at Taekwondo, there was many, many uh, champions that were there that, you know, you learned a lot from them. Right? And, and the truth is learned a lot from them in different ways. And my father-in-law the most, but there's been many, many teachers, uh, uh, Grandmaster Serge Langlois, Grandmaster Demo Murat, Grandmaster Trevor Brown, there's Ashley Castanaris, uh, um, Ferrar Clairvaux, many, many champions that went through the Chongli Taekwondo that, uh, you know, Grandmaster Jersey Wong, Grandmaster Dal Hennigan, and these people, when you're with them and you're, you're with all these people, you know, the, but the main the main people that that I you know my my training partner for many years Brian H can like I mean we were in Taekwondo we were like brothers in the sense of you, you both spit blood every day and day out I mean as far as in the training intense like this giving everything but you know something it for me it was more a passion it was never like a I never felt it was work I really enjoyed it and I still do to this point I'll I'll be honest with you the training part and the competing part was my you know that was the part that we that I really loved and the part today that you know is more being able sorry about that let me just go that let me just sorry yeah and uh is the, the passion the passion for me has been there and and the passion teaching helping others be the best they can and and especially when i see the kids no joke that not only okay for sure you like them to succeed succeed in taekwondo as far as being better being amazing and having confidence having a great attitude because you know they'll take that with them the rest of their life when you see somebody the the best the best employee for example what is he somebody that's that he works really hard he's very polite he gives his best, very confident. Uh, you know, whatever you tell him, he's gonna do his all. He, you know, he trusts you. You trust him. That's 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 a team loyalty. And some of the best athletes I've had over the years, you know, when you believe in them and they believe in you, oof, these kids go so far. But you know, but it's important that you mention the attitude because obviously, uh, I'm assuming in 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 your field as well, but obviously in mine, you know, you you can meet the best people in any field right like they're they're the top or but if their attitude sucks man it just oh, doesn't yeah. work it doesn't work it doesn't mean nothing you know something the medals my father-in-law told me one thing a long time ago and the medals mean nothing because yeah. it goes if a guy has a bad attitude what is it okay yeah. fine you have a medal around your neck but you're a jerk yeah you know and for me it's the respect is you know i will never expect any i will I'll never accept that from my students not the respect uh, first of all their parents first of all their family Listen, even if somebody came from a, a not a good family, you got to respect your parents. You got to respect where you came from. Even if they made mistakes in the past, you got to respect them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was taught that from my parents. And, you know, you got to respect, you know, other people. And, you know, I've tried my best. You know, I'm not sure if, you know, as a human being, do we all react perfectly? But I've always tried my best to, I've always cared about people. And I've tried my best to go above and beyond to help my students. Right. You know, sometimes they see it, sometimes they don't. The ones that have seen it, you know, it's it's great. If they didn't, then as long as I see them going a good path, you don't see them, you don't read about them in the newspaper or something one day, you know, in a bad situation. Oof, I, I feel like that my part, I've helped their parents. You know, when you're, when you, usually I believe a person, if they have three key people in their lives, their parents, uh, could be a teacher and could be a gym teacher, a taekwondo teacher, it could be an a martial art teacher that are 
saying positive, when you have like three people, it, it goes in that message. Right. And I, that's why I believe, especially in martial arts, we focus on, you know, we tell kids to respect, to give their all. And, you know, you know, as far as we tell it, like, it should be told if, if they don't do well, they should be told, hey, you didn't do well. You didn't do well. You got to do better. Yeah. And that's not bad because, uh, you know, medals, sometimes when kids are younger and you give them a medal just to help them build a bit of confidence, it's good. But as you get older, that's not good yeah. because it's a false, it's a, it's a sense of entitlement. And I believe people should, if you lose, well, it's okay. Take responsibility for it. And get better. Yeah. My, my, my father-in-law told me, I'll just, just say a fast one. He, I remember one time when I was ground, my father-in-law, I won the tournament. I felt so good. Right. You come out and you win. And he goes to me, congratulations, you know. And, you know, you come out in first place. I don't know what it was, some kind of provincial or something. And he goes to me at that time. I think I was my, not sure if I was 19 or 20 or something. And he goes to me. He goes to me, uh, very good. He goes, your counter back kick is zero. <laughs> I was in shock. I was in shock. He saw I didn't, the guy was rushing, but I was using my back leg and cutting him and using other techniques. Well, he saw the opening was open for really the counter back kick. Yeah. It was like, you know, and he, he saw it. Yeah. And I didn't like that he said that it bothered me, but you know something, you know what I did once I got back, I started working on it. Of course. And six months later, there was another event, another tournament that, uh, I mean, I had some other tournaments before that, but that yeah. event I won again. And the way I won, I used a lot to counter back kick. And I remember he came up to me after and he goes, congratulations. He goes, now you have a counter back kick. Yeah. And it always, I always, it locked in my brain that I didn't see that until much later, but I understand it now. It's important that people tell you as it is because my parents, my brother, my sister, they were very direct. And sometimes you don't like to hear that, but you got to hear it. Yeah. Because when people love you, yes, they'll be there for you. They will be there for you. If somebody puts you down and says you're a loser, you're going to amount to nothing. That person you should never listen to. If a person tells you, listen, you're doing this and you got to do better. You should not be upset. Yeah. You should take this feedback, constructive feedback, and you should do something about it. And I believe the best athletes do that. And they don't take it personally. They take it in and they do that. And and that's, you know, you know, there's a lot of great. And the ones that don't, they, they're still great too. Don't get me wrong. But they will never be as great as the, one, the ones that take feedback. Because the reality is they've done studies on that. Even with uh, military you know, athletes, the people that are able to take in information, make the adjustments quickly and, and, and go forward right away. Those ones are the ones that survive or improve quickest. Yeah. And if, if a person's always arguing with that, it actually delays the progression. Right. You know, my, my progression came quickly when I myself was very invested in myself, was really studying what I had to improve, plus use the knowledge of the people around me to advance right then you have like 10 minds helping you instead of just one mind right and my brother like for example i'll give you one example my brother he saw it one time i remember one time i had been you know i felt i had been ripped off at, at nationals you know it took me eight years to win and after that i had you know medal 12 times and i won eight times uh, at nationals and uh, medaled internationally and everything too but before that you know we, we try to put it on something else. Oh, it's because of that. It's actually because of yourself. Yeah. If you don't do it, you've got to take responsibility for it. Own up to it. Really analyze yourself. Analyze your tools. Analyze your strategies, your tactics, your mindset. 
and your your physical abilities, your flexibility, your strength, your speed, all these things come into play. And then when you analyze that, not only in Taekwondo, whatever sport, if you, they, they all have the same dynamic. And if you analyze that, oof, you're going to reach your goal. Yeah. You're going to be the top of your sport if you keep doing that. And, uh, you know, for me, that's the part. I enjoy seeing athletes, but the thing that I enjoy the most is seeing people go on the good path. When I see my students not in trouble in the future, good yeah. people, and that gives me the most pleasure. I feel I've done my job because right. that for, for sure is if a guy has gold medal and then you hear he killed 10 people or something like that, you're going to be like, oh my God, what happened to this person? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, so for that, that that's that's my that's my goal for my students and for, for us to create that positive environment that people can become amazing athletes and at whatever age and, and around a good environment, like no swearing and positive, you know, everybody's you know can slip out and swear sometimes but the truth is if you're in that environment all the time it can get down right you know you know, you know for someone that grew up in park x you know obviously chung lee uh taekwondo the, was a very popular thing right i mean it was nearby a lot of the kids in park x were uh, were were at that school as well but i never really grasped the magnitude of this school until i started working in politics and it's still uh, until the time that you know you you came to us and you invite us to one of the events and then we started working together on on some different projects um and i remember the annual tournament that you guys hosted at um, at uh, claude rebillard and that's when i really realized what the hell this is way huge uh, yeah, uh, way huger than I ever thought, right? People coming from all over the world um, uh, to to compete. I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" I mean, how big is this? Uh, I honestly thought for the longest time that it's a local, you know, martial arts school, and that was about it. And then you explained to me that there was no Taekwondo before Changli Taekwondo. Exactly, exactly. My father, my father-in-law, has done more for Taekwondo in Canada than anybody else. He's the nobody can ever replace him. Nobody can ever be in his, how can I say? He, I mean, when you bring it here, you created more national champions and international champions than anyone before. Um, how can I say? You've, uh, you, it, was, it was considered to be the best school in, in the whole, in, in the world. Yeah. They had gotten awards, uh, certificates from, from the World Taekwondo Federation. What's the, what's the story? I'm sure that your father-in-law probably told you how that happened. How did it start? I mean, he just arrives and says, look, I'm going to open a Taekwondo school. I mean, what's, what's, no. the, what's the story? He actually, he actually came to the States first where he met his, uh, his first wife, my, my, my wife's uh, mom, uh, France Tremblay. And uh, later on, they, 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 when they met there, they started dating and, and later on they they got married they had children two, two children carl and sheila and uh, when they and his wife actually you know i asked her i asked uh, her mom i go oh, what give me two seconds sorry just kind of uh, yeah okay i wasn't seeing you for a second and uh, i asked her i go how how did it happen that master lee you know started the school and she goes she goes she asked him she goes what what do you what do you what do you know what do you do like what do you know very well you know because he he was working different jobs you know and she knew that he knew taekwondo and she goes what do you know like and you know he trained but she didn't understand the magnitude of that and she she and he said and he said i i do taekwondo he goes that's one thing that he was very good at and she goes then we're going to do that 
So she was, she helped him a lot to, 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 you know, when you have that support from your wife to For do sure. that yeah. and his, you know, and, and she helped him with that. And, uh, and they started the school and, you know, within a couple of decades, the school had risen to, uh, to you know world round where it was world renowned you know and uh you know there's many you know the, for sure there's there's students there that and masters that helped my father-in-law and they will always be uh, a huge part of it you know they're pioneers there there's you know uh some of the one of his first students uh and uh, stan and ray nickel and uh serge langlois and uh different people that that had that were you know hit on his side and but you know he is the founder he's the one that taught them and how was the it, one. i don't know if you guys ever had this discussion but how was it back then with the other martial arts in in canada or in quebec you know like karate or you know whatever well, back, back then it was it was like i even went to tournaments uh, when i was younger that it was a mix it was kung fu karate taekwondo and the thing is with with uh, they would mix them because before the olympics came in taekwondo was introduced in the olympics in 1988 right the, and before that like all martial arts you know they, they everybody thought they were you know they, their style was was the best but in the end of the days you know everybody's a martial artist all martial arts are great mm -hmm. all of them because you know they, they bring out the best in people you you know taekwondo for example it means you know tai kwan kwan is the hand ties the feet do is the way of life okay mm -hmm. and it's a way of discovering yourself through 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 kicking and and punching and fighting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, Taekwondo is known for that, for striking, for kicking. It's it's considered to be like whenever you see a movie and you see those those amazing kicks, that is Taekwondo. Mm -hmm. That is Taekwondo. Those kicks, when you see fluidity in the movement and those flexibility and all that kicking, that was the part that actually pulled me in because that was during Bruce Lee when those movies came out and and all those kind of stuff. That that really, I remember when I watched those movies with my dad and and you know Chuck Norris at those times and everything. They were they really Really, you know, Bill Superfoot Wallace and different people that that promoted martial arts at that time, and uh, you know, 60s and 70s. That you know, it was really started to grow into itself. And you know, for me and you know, my cousins too, when they were into it, and my brother and everything, it, it pulled me to this world. And I just wanted to join. And I remember it wasn't far from me, so I passed outside a few times. By myself and the first time i went to go up and i was kind of shy and i didn't go because i heard the screaming you know when they, you know they're very intense when they when they scream in taekwondo right, right. the expression the key the keys energy when they when you scream it, let it out and it's almost like your parents when they scream at you right you and they hit you and it hurts more than if they don't scream <laughs> just kidding but the thing is the thing is it's more intense right when people scream and you see that passion that energy it's energy right yes. and key key up in taekwondo's key up right? it's an energy it's flowing through you and you get more power actually than scientific studies when somebody hits something and without screaming and then with it, without it, for example, one scientific study that was done, um, Discovery Channel, remember, they did, he, he hit something, some object, they measured it was 1,500 pounds of pressure. With the key up, it went up to 2,000 pounds. Right. Which is phenomenal. It's yeah. 500 pounds more pressure yeah. with, with just more with the, the screen. So, because it touches a, a part of your brain, the adrenaline, when you scream really loud, that's why people get strong when they scream and they, when they're, usually when they're angry, right? It touches a part of your adrenaline, your brain, which releases that and it, it gives you more power, more strength. So, 
Yeah. So basically, uh, I, I, remember, that, I remember you telling me a story uh, in the in the beginning where I, I'm assuming everything was kind of regrouped in the same uh, in the same category, and you were going to all these tournaments, and everyone from Chung Lee that had practiced and studied Taekwondo was just kicking ass. <laughs> it was no, it wasn't even a competition. They, they were known. They were known. The school was known. Like even through through all the generations. Like I mean, we've had many through or like every every time you have a team, right? They after one point, people start retiring. They get older. They start to they have families they have university so you have those rare individuals like I, I stopped competing at 37 which was actually pretty pretty uh, I, I i wanted to keep going but when i had my second daughter it was just a bit too intense right and we had moved the club you know it was just a bit more i wanted to focus to help more the athletes at that time and my family so my wife i mean i mean she's always been great with that and you know it's important to 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 acknowledge the people and your family, my brother, my sister, my parents. You know, you can never you can never um, take away that support that you've had over the years. You know, I've had some great friends, my friend Dave, and you know, uh, you know, my friend Ryan too from Taekwondo. Even a great friend, another great friend of mine, Mario, and some people that are always there for you. You know, uh, you know, Master Nemon, Me and him were teammates. He was my teacher too, and other people that that helped you a lot. You have to give credit to these people, you know, these people that helped you a lot, but the person that helped me the most would be my father over the years. Because so, this school, so this school was gaining like this reputation quickly. Like It I has it. It has the reputation. It's not only gaining, it's had it from, from day one. He really, that's where his students shined out because when we used to go to events, like karate uniforms were white, Kung Fu uniforms were black, and my father-in-law, he, he put great, he wanted something different. And they, 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 they got that reputation from that time in the early 60s. They were known for that, you know. And then later, as Taekwondo transitioned into like a world championships and to Olympics, Olympics was very good for Taekwondo in a sense of for the sport safety, for the, 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 the training methodology, was, which was improved through, uh, you know, there's a lot of... Uh, training methodology that has been applied through Taekwondo that made Taekwondo much more efficient as far as movements, uh, studies that were done on how a kick could have be more powerful, more, more quicker, different studies that were done for that. And, and that's why I find Taekwondo evolved a lot. Uh, over the last few years, um, Taekwondo, I mean, it became what they had the electronic systems that came into play. Mm-hmm. And there, there's been some issues with that. But at the same time, if you look, if I look at it from an objective point, point of view, there's good and bad in that. There's, there's good in the sense of like there's more fairness. And there was other issues with some fairness in the sense of like sometimes when you had bad referees that maybe didn't see something or maybe purposely didn't see something which can happen, you know, it's, you know, it happens in all sports. And I think uh, that's the part that affected sports sometimes and even Taekwondo. And that was the part that I, as an athlete had difficulty. I will never accept unfairness. I believe when a sport is athlete centered, coach centered and participant centered, you will always do the right thing when you think first for the athlete, then for the coaches, and then for all the other members. When you put politicians or uh, presidents in front of paying for athletes and supporting athletes and supporting the members and supporting coaches, because without coaches, you have no clubs. Without clubs, you have no Taekwondo. So you got to support the coaches. You got to support them. Not, And that's important. And I believe when we have this methodology of going athlete-centered, coach-centered, 
member-based centered and you know and always being there to make sure things are done properly that there's no uh you know you know this kind of thing you've seen in a lot of sports and people sometimes in other sports it's happened in taekwondo happened in other sports that there's been sometimes fishy things that happen but at the same time there's been a lot of good that happened and i like to focus more on the good and i feel that taekwondo in canada is on our good path and quebec especially too there's been a lot of things that i was i was part of the taekwondo federation here in quebec and we've done a lot of good over the last uh, you know i was a uh, one of the executive committee and i mean montreal i'm president of the montreal taekwondo association too and you know i'm always involved and sometimes more sometimes a bit less but i i always like when things are especially for the athletes i, I believe in always supporting the athletes because i know the sacrifice and the coaches it's important to support them both and that it goes in a good direction of fair everything has to be fair right. uh, there was one year for example i remember they they did this weird criteria before it was if you win the tournament you're on the national team and the criteria was given first and then you know what you have to do and in one year they gave a criteria based on something that was never even agreed upon before and you saw six spots uh, we took it to court to the sport court i was part of on that committee and uh, they said it was not good and they brought it back to and that was not a good decision that they made and they brought it back to the the they didn't reverse it for i think for political reasons but it was not good it was very bad and very divisive that was a very bad thing that was i find for taekwondo that the way it should always be fair that any person regardless of their economic background has a chance right to make the team and and you know now they have world rankings which is very good that's another way to make the team and i believe with the two systems combined if you give people you have those people that come from poor backgrounds that can't go to all these international events if they're so gifted and they beat a person that's going to all the international events well they should be on the team right so you know so i believe that that the national events should be the the person that wins that should be on the team but they should also give uh, another spot for through the world ranking which they do already and that way it's the most fair it's important to get the person that deserves to be there and fairness for me even if my athlete if my athlete was a great athlete worked so hard but if they don't win that event that's supposed to be won well they don't deserve to be on the team right. and i think some coaches cannot accept that and I, I, I personally, I don't agree with them because the thing is, if, if you got to be fair, regardless if you're athlete or anybody else, and if you're fair, you know something for the athletes and the coaches, well, the sport will always go in a good direction, you know, because you can't say, oh, my athletes like this, because if you think of for your athletes only, forget about it. You're, 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 you're being unjust in that way. It has to be fair for everybody. You have to think of the other guy's student as if it was your own. What if it was my student? Would that be fair for him? Right. And if it's not, well, that criteria is not good. You got to think about for something that's fair, that everybody has a good opportunity, enough advance notice, and then, and but I feel we're on that path now for Taekwondo Canada and even for Taekwondo Quebec. I mean, except for the COVID this year, it's kind of threw things off. Or it, it's a lot of Olympians had it had it very rough, and I feel for them because you know I was I was Olympic selection team in 2004 and. Uh, it, and you know it's it's you know it's a lot of sacrifice for people to 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 reach that level and to not be going to the olympics i feel for them right you know and i hope it i hope it works out i hope they're able to have it later on 
for them because these people have these kids have sacrificed a lot and their coaches and um wherever there's a there's there's a few people that that are able you know one girl that qualified from canada and uh she you know she deserves to go this year so we'll see what happens you know her it was her actually her dad was her coach and uh you know i was very happy for them he's a he's a good guy and i, I like to see when uh, you know good people uh able to succeed yeah you know and even if they're even if they're not good as you know sometimes you see somebody and you might say hey, he's not a nice guy but he, he won but i believe god has a plan for them too like when i was younger i remember there's some people i couldn't understand i'd be like well, how could this guy win you know it's such a you know jerk or something you know but as you grow older you realize thank god he won because he might have been a, he might have been a drug dealer on the street later on you know he might have been because you could see that attitude and sometimes these kids we don't understand but i believe god has a plan for all of us and it's interesting gotta, it's interesting that you're mentioning this because um you know we've been seeing recently and it's not recent i mean recently we've been seeing it in the news which is unfortunate that now it is only been given that attention but this has been going on for numerous years uh you know there's this eminent problem that is related to gang um uh, to gangs and to gun violence we're seeing it now but it's always existed i mean the, the kids that grew up in park x have witnessed uh, certain things and not only park x same michelle like there's 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 areas in montreal that have been problematic for for many years and unfortunately now we're seeming you know we seem to be waking up but regardless of that because that's you know that's just political but with respect to what your mission is these circumstances are more often than not affecting children these are kids that are uh, abandoning school or uh, they're leaving their families or they're finding their cause into these uh, groups right uh and of course there's all there's you know there's a lot of psychology behind that there's a lot of reasons why they feel like they need to kind of drift into this path um and, and now that you're mentioning this the, the, this person where you know you're happy he won because you know he might have ended up you know somewhere in a gang or you know be, you know dealt drugs or whatever and he found that path through martial arts to give uh to give himself a, a better purpose how are you guys dealing with this reality and i'm sure it's uh, you you probably know this better than anyone it's not now i mean this has been ongoing for many years and decades yeah. now how how is this locally and how are you guys uh, dealing with it well i mean the chinese taekwondo event uh, the the did not the la, la drug you know me and my wife we were speaking about it a long time ago and we wanted to do something like for the community and we spoke with my father-in-law and we talked about i i go it's important we do something for the you know against the drugs and did not la drug and he goes yeah well it sounds like a great idea so we went we went forward with that and we put the did not la drug uh, all the kids got that medal when we you know we we our event here in quebec has always been the biggest event uh, for chung taekwondo the chung cup my father-in-law, I mean, he's had this event since the 60s, you know, 70s, it's progressed till, till now, you know, and he's always had these championships and had teams from the States and 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 coming here and from all over the world and stuff and competing, uh, you name it. And uh, the thing is, what's important is that us, for example, we used to put on the banners. We had the police. One of one of our students here at the club, like he's a police officer, and he saw that we really what we we're trying to do, and he he got the police involved. And uh, you know, then when you guys came into the picture, and and I remember there was Mary Darrow's too. That you know, she was a provincial, uh, you know, and we got even the federal into involved in in, the, in, in against it. And I believe that you know, 
listen, I've known people that have done, you know, recreational drugs and it wouldn't go any farther. But the reality is, is the majority of the time it does go further and it starts as a recreational, you know, I never smoked a cigarette. I never that did any drugs in all my life. And I was lucky it was because of Taekwondo. I'll be honest with you. Cause when you're training like that, I was like, as if I, you know, coming, you know, Park X, I didn't see it as a bad neighborhood, but at the same time, it, you know, there's certain areas that, you know, that, things were going on i didn't see when i was younger because you know maybe before my parents were very protective and you know i didn't see that part because i always saw the always saw the good side but in every neighborhood even you know there will always be areas that are not as good and uh, park x has always been a great area i find people hard-working families great people uh family oriented and uh, you know i've met so many great people from park extension and uh, i live in laval now with my kids but my mother still lives in Park Extension. We're there. I'm there almost all the time too because I'm next door and I pass by there all the time. But it's it's an area that needs help. And a lot of the kids, you know, sometimes they get they start into hash, marijuana, and then it's cocaine, and then it's heroin, and then it and then it's uh, and then it's it, it progresses, right? It progresses into into other things. So it goes into those. I mean, people reach that point. That he was in my high school. And I saw him many years later on the street and I was like in shock. You know, the, the guy was, you know, he, he looked like he was a heroin addict. Yeah. And But in high school, such a good looking kid. And you know, sometimes you see the guy go down in this direction and I've seen a few people like along those years that I saw them, you know, you, you've heard stories in the newspaper and you saw this person get shot or that person that. And you're like, you know, this is you know, and we knew we had to do something about it. And and my father-in-law had saved many people through Taekwondo. Many people told me personally that if it wasn't for my, my father, they would have been dead, my father-in-law. And, you know, I us verbalizing it, my father-in-law did this, you know, through all the years. And, you know, myself, when I was involved in, you know, since I've been involved in Taekwondo and teaching, you know, for over 30 years, I, I've been involved in that too but when people come and tell you that it, it touches you yeah. you know when, when they say that and myself uh when we verbalize that saying drugs, say no to drugs taekwondo kicking the drugs out of this world we push this message for a reason because i truly believe that when people you know live a good life especially now this this last few years i've had a lot of reflection on everything and for me i don't i want to be the best version of myself that's it. I, I, remember, I believe everybody does. I remember having this discussion, uh, you know, back in the day where you were trying to kind of have a bigger outreach in the schools, in the local schools and the different, you know, little community centers so that you can uh, so that you can attract more kids to follow kind of into the um, uh, into the path that you went through and kind of help that, you know, society avoid having these kids end up on the streets. Have you done any uh, anything with that? I mean, has that evolved at all? Yeah, we've done we've done we've done different projects. We've done uh, projects as self defense classes in uh, some of the schools that have got kids interested. Some of them came to our club. Uh, we've given talks in different places, speaking to kids. Um, you know, but it's it's something that you always have to keep working on. It's not something that's fixed. But I would like to have more connection for that with uh, with the schools because the thing is. You know, our school is world-renowned, and I believe that I want to continue, you know, what 
and when my father-in-law began because he's the true founder of, of taekwondo and and even and even this you know he took a lot of time away from his his family you know his his first wife and his second wife where they had all you know he took a lot of time for taekwondo to from the from his immediate family from his kids uh to to uh to give to others you know he sacrificed a lot for that and uh for myself i i do want to do the same but the only that i always you know i'll be as much as i can for my kids there you know that's why i try to keep my kids involved they they train they help me at the club i i try to have them involved a lot you know my wife is involved a lot we, we both try to be involved because like this we're all in the same same uh same boat you know we're, we're going to in the positive think, um, what do you think is missing or what do you think can be done better um to uh to make this society a little bit safer for the kids to make sure that they don't resort that often uh to gangs and you know to the to the street i i believe sports in general is very important you gotta have kids in sports if kids have a lot of free time what are they gonna do yeah they're gonna they're gonna start walking around hanging around then they're gonna get fed up they have hormones they have so much energy they'll start smashing things not because they want to the hormones make kids aggressive not because they want to it's the testosterone you know sometimes i remember there was a study that was done that showed that kids when the when the the hormones when they go through puberty boys and girls they just start saying no you say yes they say no and they don't know why they just they start to you know they're finding themselves for sure but it's the hormones too and sometimes this rebellion can to pull the kid in a bad direction and the kid is if they have an outlet to release this a sport and the good thing is with martial art right you know you're telling them you know respect your parents you know fix your bed say say please say thank you does it mean they're not they're going to follow it all the time no but when they hear it they'll keep going in that direction and i believe by doing that we're really helping community you know a kid listen if a kid fixes his room fixes his bed that's you know that's one of the first things that make them start feeling good about themselves there's a there's a there's a nice video that's on the internet from a while ago that this this general talks about that you know how important it is that's why they fix their bed every morning you see the soldiers they you know because the thing is you start to be off great right and and at the same time you know having a good attitude respecting your parents our parents give everything for us and even if they didn't you know you got to honor your parents you got to honor your family and It doesn't matter, you know, I tell my kids that a lot. It doesn't matter what other people do. It matters what you do. People are nice to you. It doesn't give you the right to be not nice. It doesn't mean you're going to be stepped on. You know, you got to be assertive and 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 respect yourself. But at the same time, two negatives don't make a positive. Right. You know? And I think kids, when they understand that, that, you know, it depends on who they are. And they start having a good attitude. And you see that in the sport as... Even as an athlete, you know, I never accepted my athletes to to throw down their headgear or you know to do something that you know it could you know they can get angry and even push somebody or something. But it's important that they're told. It's important that they're told, and that's okay because even if they make that mistake, as long as they, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But if we learn from it, we become better. You know, as a human being, we're going to contribute better to society. You know. And uh, that's what I believe. Taekwondo for me in the beginning was just about fighting. I loved the fighting. I I was fighting all the time, and I enjoyed that. I enjoyed winning. I enjoyed competing. And you know, as I grew older, I realized it's not even against the opponents. 
-hmm. it's against ourselves right and you know once you understand that you're never mad at the other guy you know that if you do what you have to do in there you've won right and the times you didn't it's because of yourself and just own it and grow from it and that's that's a true athlete and you know i didn't know that right away and but as long as people learn that and if they learn that they'll, they'll respect their parents respect their their coaches respect their teachers you know because if you don't respect even your parents probably the next thing is you're not going to respect your coaches mm -hmm. if you don't respect your coaches you're not going to respect your teammates if you don't respect your teammates you're not going to respect nobody so i find it's it's almost like a whole thing and the kids like you said the reason i find a big reason that kids get in trouble sometimes is sometimes you know it can be a broken family and they don't have anybody to look up to sometimes when they're in a martial art well they have somebody to look up to they have somebody to 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 aspire to or to be another sport but the good thing like i said taekwondo has a i find its methodology you know courtesy integrity uh, perseverance indomitable spirit you know loyalty uh, all these things are are hugely important and control you know control yourself it's very hard even my my father-in-law i remember he said something you know you know before he passed away I remember he we had his 50th uh, many years before that sorry it was the 50th anniversary and uh, of the school and um, he he said that our ego is the thing to keep in check and it's true a lot of people when they when the ego they lose control you know, and having control of ourselves, this is huge. We gotta, we gotta, if you can control yourself, well, you can be positive. I think it's the most important uh, tenant in Taekwondo, control de soi. Because if you control yourself, you'll have indomitable spirit. You'll be perseverant. You'll be polite. You'll be, uh, you'll be, you'll have integrity. You'll have everything. So as we grow older, I find to control ourselves is important. You know, meditating, uh, being positive, controlling your self-talk. You know, I've read, I've read a lot about that over the last 30 years. And for me, that's hugely important even today. I find it's important to keep tabs on how we talk to ourselves, how we talk to other people, and our philosophy, what, what we want out of our life. Me, what I want is to be the you know, best dad I can be, best husband. Today, this is, this is what I want to be, best teacher, best uh, at everything that I do. And to be the best I can be as uh, in my capacity. And and does it mean I'll be it? Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But at the same time, if you have, if you set that vision high, you will you will go there. And I always aspire to be. Uh, you know, I set my 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 sights high. And even if you're discouraged, you got to keep going forward. And if you believe, you know, you will achieve. You know, it's just a matter of time. How much do you think that this mindset <clears throat> contributes to the success? And obviously, in terms of success, and I want to go over the stuff that uh, that the, the, that you've achieved because it's a, it's a pretty long list here. But I'm curious to know. I mean, how often or how uh, frequent is it to see people uh, achieve these things? I mean, first of all, off the bat, I mean, we, we got to note here that you're a recipient of the World Taekwondo Hall of Fame. You're also um, uh, uh, in, within the Korean Martial Arts Masters Hall of Fame. You've uh, you've made the national team 12 times. You've been a national champion eight times. Um, in 1999, you were the uh, best fighter MVP in Canada. Uh, 2003, you were a team captain of uh, the Canada team. Uh, you're an international medalist, obviously. U.S. Open silver medalist. Uh, twice uh, Pan American medalist. 
Um, hold on a second. Let me get this here. Yeah. So like you mentioned, 2004, you were part of the Olympic selection uh, team. Um, you were a torchbearer. I remember that in 2004, you, 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 you made the run. I was there. I actually saw you. Senior Canadian national team coach, junior Canadian national team, uh, team coach. You are a grandmaster, seventh Dan in Taekwondo. You've trained so many athletes to achieve gold medals uh, and to even make it to these championships. Uh, I mean, these are, these are huge accomplishments over a span of, you know, whatever, 30 years, 30, 40 years that you've almost, been doing almost this? 40, almost 40 years, yeah. How important is mindset in achieving this? Or, do I mean, the people that have achieved this, or even more, I, I don't know. I mean, do they do they fit into that mold? Like you need to have this self-control. You need to kind of surpass yourself to a certain extent in order to, uh, to achieve these things. I think it's, it's relatable to everything. I, that's why I told you before, like the greatness, everybody has it like, you know, uh, in every way, I believe everybody has this greatness, unless somebody has some physical or, or mental disability, which they, they have their greatness in their own way. Still. Eh? I, 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 there's I helped somebody that has a bit of a difficulty, a child that, you know, it's, you know, he's a very good guy and, you know, but at the same time, some things are a little more difficult, but he's achieved so much over the last so many years I've been helping him. And uh, I usually train him once a week before. I mean, during the COVID, it's been harder for these things. But at the same time, um, I think the mindset is huge, really. And everybody has the capacity to do it. Some people do it. Listen, I chose to do it in Taekwondo. But I'm no more special than somebody that is an ebonist and decided to be do a perfect table. You know right. what I mean? Right. Everybody has this mindset. The only thing is, you know, we are blessed to have it sometimes shown up in a gold medal. But other people, the other guy's a great dad, he sacrificed everything for his kids. Right. For me, that's a, that's a world champion right there. So, what's, what's, what's the know, highest rank achieved in Taekwondo? I mean, you're your grandmaster, seventh dan. Is there anyone uh, that has achieved? My, my father, my father-in-law was ninth dan. His his master was tenth dan. And you know, at, as we get get older, you know, it becomes it's the the philosophy, the time, the experience. You know, a lot of people they you know they imagine magical floating stuff and everything, but everybody's a human being. Listen. Well, we're able to do amazing things through Taekwondo because of the training uh, through all the years, but it's normal as people get older, uh, things change, body changes. Can you be as strong? Can people still do it? Yes, I believe they can at any age if they really wanted to and they put in the thing, but it does. There is things that do change with the body as we get older and less sleep, less recovery. You know, these things do affect people. You know, people get older. Uh, you know, I, I've had a few injuries from Taekwondo, but at the same time, it, you know, for me, I know that if I put in the time, we can do amazing things. Even I, I put in a lot of time for Taekwondo. I still train a lot. But before I was training, like, it could be from five to eight hours a day, like, a, like an animal, you know. Later on, when you have kids, I mean, you're trying to morning train later when you teach trying to do a bit here trying to do a bit here you're trying to spread it around your life before it was just like a blocks of time that you would consecrate and everything else was around that school you know uh you know courses different things education so but i believe that education is important for kids it's important that they get their university degree all the students that i have i always make it you know this is it's important that they 
you know, they're going to commit to Taekwondo. They should commit, but they should also at the same time always be able to do that. I was able to do that, to work and to go to school. And, you know, my friends too, that, you know, finished university too, and the students that I had that, that, that did the same, they were all able to do it. You know, there's no excuse. Exactly. They, got it. They, they should do that because a person, when they're more educated, they make better choices and they they become, you know, you know, when you, you're also exercising your brain, when you, the more you read, the more you think, the more you read, that's, that's, you're training the muscle of your brain, right? So this is very important. And for, for me as a teacher, it's really important that the kids, uh, you know, they finish that because then, you know, they've succeeded in life also. It's important that they succeed in life and in martial art. For me, martial art is a lifelong journey. I'll be doing this till, till the end of days, right? But at the same time, everything else is important. Everything important. Families hugely important to me. My my immediate family, my cousins, my brothers, my sisters, my parents. I mean, my mom. And, and this is this is a this is for me. That's the priority. And when you're there for them, they've always been there for me. The people that care about me have always been there for me, and I will always be there for them. You know. And that's it. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, just to close off, um, what's currently underway? I know that you guys uh, had to face uh, challenges like everyone else, pretty much uh, in your in your industry. But what's um, what are the plans now? What what are the goals? What's uh, what are you guys working on now for the school? Uh, like for us, I mean, we've been doing the Zoom. We do the Zoom classes online, which is uh, you know, it's it's for me. I like I love to see people in person. That energy in the person is un is unquestionably the most important to me. I love to see people. But at the same time, we're all adapting to this. We will adapt to it. We have no choice. And I hope that, you know, that as, as we're going forward with, uh, you know, society, I hope, I hope that the government focuses on more at the, you know, on the hospitals and at the CSLDs because, you know, like 99%, 99% of the people that are passing away are from those two places. You know, it's a no-brainer. Start hiring more doctors, start hiring more nurses and start taking care of the old people and protecting them and giving them, you know, have people buy suits when they go see their parents. You know, I was my father passed away in February before this COVID uh, from the Alzheimer's. But, you know, it hurt me after later on. I was kind of happy that he didn't pass away during after. I mean, I love my father to live forever, like even after, but I wouldn't have liked for him to be alone. You right. know, and I feel the the hospitals they're not doing a good the the, the government is not doing a good job as far as uh, what is put things in place that people can be protected, but at the same time understand that a lot of kids are committing suicide because they have no sports, they have no they're starting to have mental issues. There's been no deaths in schools, so the government is not. I don't believe that they're they're really looking at this from a good perspective. You know, yeah. you've got to go to the root of the problem. And they're not mentioning, I, I believe that they should mention where the deaths are coming from. There should, the deaths yeah. are coming from older well, people. There, there's definitely very little transparency. And there was articles that came out last week expl- um, uh, stating that uh, the public health uh, uh, notices that were given to the government weren't really applied or they were... Uh, they they, they they were more strict or less strict on other measures. In any case, I mean, since the very beginning, they, we, they they've been saying that they've been following the the advice of the health uh, experts, and we just found out last week that it wasn't necessarily the case. But um, exactly. I mean, whatever politics aside, I mean, you know, back to the school. It's more for the um, kids, you know. That I just see the suicide rates going up, and that that bothers me because when I hear about kids that maybe that don't do martial arts and they're 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 taking their lives, that gets me upset. 
Yeah. You know, because well, I can I, accept like that. You said, I it's, not, it's not only martial arts. I mean, it's any sport. I mean, uh, exactly. everything exactly. has pretty much halted now, right? There's no soccer. There's no hockey. There's no organized sport in general. Um, but for you guys, going forward now, um, is there anything in the works? What's the plan? Uh, are you uh, working on anything uh, going forward? For, for the reality is right now, I, I listen, everybody's taking a hit with this. It's, you know, you know, we could say it's, it's not, you know, nothing's going to be easy for sure, but we got to be positive and we got to go forward. I'm, I'm looking at it positivity and positively, and that's how I see it. I mean, for me, I, I'm going to keep continuing the school, you know, and all, I'm going to find a solution for whatever has to, whatever's in front. And at the same time, you know, I just, for me, I just, I just believe that they should, they should put the priority of people's mental health and their, you know, the health. They've shown that studies have shown scientific studies that people that do sports are not getting COVID. So it doesn't, for me, it doesn't add up some things. And, and I believe that the government has to be more logical and, and, and focus on things that, that help as long as the precautions are taken. I was spraying everything. We had bought in sprayers, putting on things, separators. Uh, people, you know, at that time, they, you know, if they want to wear their mask, now if they want, have to wear that. And it's important. If people follow that, you know, if they had symptoms, they don't allow to train. This is important to follow that. But at the same time, you've got to help people to get back in shape because if their immune system is high, People won't get sick. And for me, as far as we'll con we're, we continue the Zoom classes, uh, there's going to be more programs we're going to be adding for sure. There's uh, some projects that we have coming up in the club. And for, you know, for us, when, when hopefully when this thing uh, subsides, you know, we have a lot of clubs that, that are with us. Chongli Taekwondo, you know, it's, it's a great school and a great community, a great family. There's, there's hundreds of uh, clubs around, the, around Canada that are part of our organization and you know that will continue to be and there's many masters that have called me and they, they want to continue to you know to us to go forward you know and they know that what we went through when my father passed away and my father-in-law passed away it was hard times but i now it's only you know i want to go forward and more positively and united with with for our clubs and that that are with us and at the same time to help taekwondo in general for me, it's just I love seeing all the clubs do well, you know, because more martial art clubs, more people will help. It doesn't matter if they're, they're when they're affiliated with us, great, even, you know, even better. And if they're not, great too. As long as as long as it's going in a positive direction, kids are, you know, take one of those helping people. Wow, it's amazing. I love I love to see people progress. Parents, when you see parents training with their kids, you see parents in great shape adults doing taekwondo not necessarily for the competition but you see them weight loss amazing shape positive i have so many parents they tell me thank you that you continue the classes on zoom they go it's my mental sanity you know because they have children they have a lot of stresses a lot of responsibilities and when i see people going forward positively that's the goal you know and for me for my kids my wife for us is to continue you know to go forward with the business you know and to continue going a positive way you know, as a martial art, for me, martial art has always been, uh, it's, I'm old school and like my father-in-law was very open-minded. He would, he had like a beginner's white belt mentality. He was always learning and me too. I try to always learn. I, I like to learn more. I don't like to, I, I don't know everything. There's always more to learn. If somebody thinks they know everything, they know nothing. Yeah. You know, because their mind is, they, they're, they're capped. They can't go anymore. So I find the beginner mentality will always learn more. And that's that's my mindset when it comes to Taekwondo. And 
to be positive, even if things don't go wrong. You know, last year it was a bit, it was tough, like I said, with my, my dad, but it's also to learn from that and, and to become better and appreciate more like with all this and uh, those projects, I want to continue when we get back on that with, uh, you know, I'll come and see you too when it comes against the drugs, because I think this is hugely important. Uh, George, I'd love you to continue to be part of that because for me, uh, I want to expand that and I'd like to expand it into the schools in some capacity with the Taekwondo. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I can help, man. I'll, uh, I'll provide it. It was great seeing you, buddy. It was great seeing you. Hopefully this whole thing uh, will end uh, sooner than later. We'll be able to to catch up in person, man. George, you're great. And uh, I want to thank you for, uh, you know, all the years that you've been part of the the movement against the drugs and everything. And you've gone above and beyond, you know, supporting the event. We did nothing. We did nothing. No, no, you did. You don't take take credit for it, but I'm telling you that you were great for that. And, uh, you know, that, you know, you're always a gentleman with us. And uh, I really appreciate that. I'm very thankful to have met you and uh, to continue to know you and stuff. And uh, I appreciate everything you've done for that, you know, because when we help these kids, you know, we're helping the future. It could be my kid or your kid. And, you know, and, you know, if we continue like this, for me, with those projects, it's going to go in a great direction, you know. So thank you again. Eh? I appreciate thank you for everything. You, buddy. I'll hope to see you soon. Take you care. The best, George. Take care of yourself, man. And uh, thanks for everything. All yeah. the best, buddy. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.